Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. And let's get it on a Wednesday morning. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm sure you probably know Giannis just put pen to paper on the largest total value contract in NBA history to the tune of $228 million. And, fellas, that's where we're going to start because for all that, the back-to-back MVPs, the Defensive Player of the Year Award, the top overall seed, understand He hasn't gotten a chip yet. He's still one of the young, bright superstars in the league. But before I ask you where this puts the Bucs, knowing that they're rooted with Giannis, at least for the moment, relative to a resurgent East that's seen a lot of teams make some surprising moves. I want to mention Giannis was the uh, 15th overall pick in the 2013 draft. And, fellas, sometimes I like to do this. And this doesn't really apply for you, Key, because there was nobody above you in your draft. And, Jay, you were a second overall pick. But if you're wondering, the guy picked right before Giannis. I always like doing this to see who was so close. The guy picked right before Giannis, Shabazz Muhammad of UCLA, and the guy picked huh. right below Giannis, Lucas Nogueira. I'd be generous if I said he had a cup of coffee in the league. It was more like a cup of cappuccino in the league. So it's amazing to Gee, think. Zubin? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> so it's amazing to think how sometimes it all just works out. A pick here, a pick there, a franchise-altering pick in Giannis. Jay, it begs the question, with what Brooklyn has done, with what Boston has coming back when Kemba comes back, with Miami, what they did in the bubble, where do the Bucks rank in the East? I, I have the Bucks second right now. Now, I know people can probably flip-flop uh, the Bucks and the Nets, but I, I think it's between the Bucks and the Nets this year. I, I think there's going to be a pretty big drop-off for the Celtics until they get Kemba Walker back healthy. Um, I think that you have Miami that's going to be there. They obviously have the blueprint on how to guard a guy like Giannis. Um, But I I would say that I'm still curious to see what is the chemistry of this team. They lost a lot of pivotal pieces. I I do think they upgraded within Drew Holiday. You don't have George Hill. You don't have Eric Bledsoe anymore. People are always wondering about Eric Bledsoe scoring in the playoffs. I think George Hill has been somewhat stable. Um, But now you get guys... Uh, like Tory Craig defensively gets added to the table. DJ Augustine gets added to the table. The, the power that the Bucks have always had is the depth of their bench. Uh, a guy they call the Michael Jordan of Delaware, Zubin. Know that Dante DiVincenzo, that's his old high school nickname. I think he really has to take the next step up in scoring points off the bench. And Giannis ultimately has to be, he's a superstar, but I think in order for them to win a chip, the certain aspects of his game, skill set wise, that he's lacking, shooting a mid range jump shot, making free throws down the stretch, I think he has to be next level at those categories for the Bucks to get to the world championship to have a chance to dethrone the Los Angeles Lakers. See, Jay, Jay knows all this basketball stuff, right? I mean, he knows it all, but there was a lot of Giannis has to do this, do that, do this, do that. That was a lot for me to put them at number two. You know, I, I, I like Brooklyn. Let's assume that Kyrie and both Kevin Durant's healthy. I think they carry this thing all the way to the Eastern Conference Final and then get to the championship. And then at number two, I probably are going to, you know, I know Kimball Walker's injury is there, but I'm assuming they are healthy in the end. And then I put them at the number two spot. The Philadelphia 76ers are number three. And the reason that is, is Doc, or better yet, Glenn Rivers, the new head coach that came over for the Clippers. You can't underestimate, no matter what happened in L.A., the fingers are pointing every which way. He did have a good run in L.A. He has won a championship. He knows the Eastern Conference pretty well. I give 
I give some points for that. I do believe he can get those guys to start to play better, Ben Simmons, Embiid. I think he can. Never know what might happen with this Harden trade. Then I follow that up with the Bucks at the number four spot. Um, you, you mentioned Bledsoe's gone. You mentioned George Hill's gone. They added a couple other pieces. Drew Holiday, we don't know if Drew Holiday is the answer. He Is he the Batman to, or better yet, Robin to that Batman of Giannis? We, we don't know. And so because we don't know, those other teams are in front. Kia, I, I can't. I can't look at you realistically on, on, on this show, on our show, and tell you that I would have the 76ers ahead of the Bucs. Um, I, I, it's hard. This team was on pace before the pandemic key to win 70 games. To win 70 games. Uh, plus, I mean, the Golden State Warriors have done that. The Chicago Bulls have done that. Only two franchises in the history of the game on their way to doing that. I, I think this team is loaded. I do think they have a legit chance to come out of the East along with the Nets. Um, I, the Celtics are a really good team. I just don't think that they have a formidable uh, presence in the middle. I think everything comes across with their guards, uh, the likes of Akimba or Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. And the one thing I always worry about the 76ers is, what Joel Embiid am I getting, Key? Am well, I getting I, I injury think you're gonna, Joel Embiid? I, I, I think you're ben Simmons get, has had injuries too. Like, I wonder about that. I think you're going to get a different – and be because of the guy that's on the bench now. And then when you talk about the 70 wins, great in the regular season. What do we always talk about? Postseason success. Where, where is the postseason success at? And that That's the key to me. I got a guy in the 76ers on the bench for, for whatever it's worth, has had as a head coach some postseason success, even though they didn't get to the finals with the, with the Clippers. He won a long time ago with the Celtics, but he knows. And, and maybe the getting away from the Clippers and getting to the 76ers has kind of gave him a new life and some new energy. Um, and when you talk about the Celtics, you've always told me this league is about guards. It's not about bigs. It's, not, it's about guards. It's about shooting. It's about those sort of things. And every team that I mentioned, they all have that except – except uh, Milwaukee, their guy that they depend on can't shoot. If it's not around the rim, then what is it? No, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I guess the, the main question that looms around the Bucks is can Chris Middleton step his game up? Can Drew Holiday step their game up? And can they be that guy in the playoffs? Now, I will take you back to when the Pelicans did make a run in the Western Conference. It was one of the few times in AD's, I think it's the only time in AD's uh, career with the Pelicans where he got a little bit deep into the playoffs. Drew Holiday was next level, was next level. I think he's one of the most underrated guards in the league that we do not talk about. Now, he needs to remain healthy, but defensively, he's a lockdown defender. He's one of the best two-way guards in the league. He is. And granted, he needs to prove that over the sustainability of the year, but it, 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 they can mess the right way, man. Like It's going to be them, I think, or the Nets coming out of the East. I, I, the 76ers are a really good team. They've surrounded them with shooting. Getting Seth Curry, I thought, was a huge addition. I watched them play against the Celtics last night. Um, you know, Matisse Thibel guys can lock down defensively. Trey Ferguson, a guy from OKC, can knock down the shot. I think Doc and Daryl Morey are on their way. Who knows what can happen with James Harden. I just wonder whether Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid can work together. Maybe this year we'll find that out, but that's always been a question because I jumped on their bandwagon last year and I got 
Very much disappointed, Keith. Well, well, Very much disappointed with hope, the 76ers. I, I want to call him Doc, but hopefully Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Rivers. Glenn. Sorry, Glenn, Glenn Rivers. That's hard for me, Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn Rivers uh, can manage those personalities, manage the Ben Simmons, manage the Joel Embiid. And, and, and I think he'll be able to if they stay together. There's a lot of rumors swirling around whether or not James Harden is going to join them. Now, okay, I will say this. The one thing that happened with the 76ers last year is that I, I really feel that I watched Brett Brown not challenge Ben Simmons all the way offensively, like mandating, hey, you have to shoot the ball. One of the things I heard Glenn Rivers say last night uh, in the game uh, when they were playing against uh, the Boston Celtics where he's like, look, I- I'm not asking Ben to shoot the ball. I want Ben to be Ben. I don't want Ben to be focused on making jump shots. If he's open, shoot it. If that's what you want to do. I didn't see Magic Johnson force himself to shoot jump shots. I didn't see Rajon Rondo force himself to shoot jump shots, which I thought was really interesting, right? Because we always want Ben Simmons to be more like LeBron. We want him to be more. But if they surrounded him with shooting, maybe this could be the personnel that helps the 76er team go to the next level. Well, there you go, managing. He, he, Doc, Glenn Rivers yeah. already knows how to manage that situation, Zubin. No doubt about it. For more hardened chatter, let's go from A to Z. From New York to L.A. and everywhere in between. From A to Z. So, Key and Jay both essentially mentioned it. What's going on? James Harden back. Scored a dozen in his preseason debut, but didn't talk to the media afterwards. So, he's in violation of the media access rules. Obviously, you know what everybody in the media wants to ask him. He's avoided answering any questions about his desire to be traded. Again, the NBA season begins next Tuesday. The Rockets will take on the Thunder Wednesday. Simple question, Jay. Will Harden start the season wearing a Houston uniform? I think so. I'll tell you this, though, Zubin, last night, watching that game against the Spurs, my man James Harden put on at least 10 to 15 pounds. My man was overweight, and he was still cooking people key. He still had people in the washing machine. He was putting DeMar DeRozan in the blender left and right. I'm just trying to tell you, man, the way way they play, not DeMar DeRozan, excuse me, just Spurs defenders, but the way they play, man, he's one of the most exciting players to watch. But I do not think before it's all said and done, he will remain a Houston Rocket. Hey, man, it was a couple months he's been out of the pandemic now. So, I mean, been out of the bubble. So he's back on his tour again. There's no doubt about it. We might not have indoor dining in New York, but obviously they certainly have it in Houston, and he has taken part in it for sure. Uh, We should mention that uh, they're taking on the Thunder in their first game next Wednesday. Those are two jerseys, of course, he has worn OKC in Houston. We will wait to see if indeed a third is in the mix. All right, college football. Pat Fitzgerald. Been a great coach at Northwestern, played at Northwestern, played against Key in the Rose Bowl while with Northwestern. Big Ten Championship, they got Ohio State second time in three years. They're going to be in this game facing the Buckeyes. But you might know that other football team in the Chicagoland area, the Bears, obviously, Matt Nagy's situation. Pat Fitzgerald weighing in on the fact that he's not bringing it up, but reacting to rumors that he might be heading from Evanston to Chicago, or at least it could be a possibility. That I'm focused on playing Ohio State. Uh-huh, I had a feeling but that's what you would say. Yeah, if I were, <laughs> if I were to ride that roller coaster, it's a heck of a ride now. Uh, you know, because when you have 
tough years like last year, you know, I, I couldn't coach my way out of a paper bag. So, you know, you, you just are thankful for the for the uh, commitment uh, and the and the support. He's being a little self-deprecating there, by the way. That was on Spain and Fitz, and he obviously does have a difficult job. Low enrollment, high academic standards. Fitz talking about that 2019 season where they were 3-9. and nine. But Key, it, it, the reality is this. He's been there 15 years. As I mentioned, second Big Ten title game appearance in three years. He's 105-80, and 80, which doesn't like blow you out of the water. But if you're old enough to remember what Northwestern was like pre-Gary Barnett, who was the coach that took him to the Rose Bowl when Key played Northwestern in that game about 25 years ago that Jeez. is an astounding I'm just, just facts you know you you love it but i give you the facts but uh, that's an astounding <laughs> mark for northwestern 105 and 80 do you see him ever leaving i don't i think he has got it made and they are super lucky to even have him there it, it just depends on his aspirations and his goals and dreams right i mean you only can go so far at northwestern i mean it'd be great to to see them reappear in the Rose Bowl or, or see them in the Final Four at some point in time. Probably not going to happen anytime soon. But if, if he could sit there and he can win seven, eight, nine games in a good year every single year and, and he's happy and financially he's taken care of, then why make the leap to the, the pressure that's going to be put on you to the next level? Um, I, I just, you know, why? Why? Why do that and you win, you know, you start off winning six games and then you win five and then all of a sudden you win seven. And then the next thing, you're on the streets again looking for a job. We should mention. Go ahead, Jay. Money can make you do a lot of things, Zubin. Money can make you do a lot of things, man. Yeah, he's on the East Coast now. No, it's true. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is what? What was that, huh? a guaranteed contract somewhere. <laughs> All I'm saying is you get a guaranteed contract. You can always come back to college after you get more recognition as a head coach in the NFL. I mean, we, we've seen this happen. I'm not saying that's what Pat Fitzgerald, Pat Fitzgerald is going to do. It is reasonable, though, to think about it. it it's, it's tough, though. I, I, a guy like that, just kind of knowing him a little bit, he's made for college football. And the pros, mm. is, it's a different deal, man. It's a it, – you know, Jay, it's different, man. NFL is way – you know the NBA. Money, man, it's different. Yeah. You, you managing pro personalities versus college kids that went to Northwestern's personalities, that ain't – you know, you dealing with some dudes from some places and dealing with that sort of – you think you got to – first of all, you don't have to hold anybody's hands at Northwestern to go to class. So, you don't that, – that's eliminated – as far as that goes, right? Because most college coaches, they got to hold the kids' hands, make sure they go to class. Fitzy doesn't have to do that at Northwestern. They're asking him if they can miss practice to go to class. So, and, and, and when you think about it, in the pros, dudes is looking to miss practice to go do other things. And do you want to deal with all of that? Do you want to get those calls on a constant basis? I just stay in college and make that money and be happy. Key, what were we talking about the other day uh, when we were all in studio together about Jim Harbaugh? And we were like, man, win like though. four or five games, get paid a couple of yeah, million Yeah, get dollars? an extension. I'm just – Get an extension. Yeah, you win five extension, games, just... go to the potato bowl, get an extension. <laughs> 
the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, which I don't think is going to be very famous this season if I'm looking at all the bowls that are going to be played and not played. Last thing I just want to say, again, he's been on the job for 15 years, and if you're a casual college football fan, this is not going to sound impressive. But as Key said, when you're dealing with the caliber of student-athlete they're dealing with, they have a huge endowment. Half the media went to Northwestern. They get tons of media attention. But Key, he's had three 10-win seasons, two 9-win seasons, and he's played in nine bowl games in 15 years. It's probably going to be a 10th if they can sneak into wow. one. That is about as good as you're going to do yes. at Northwestern. I'm, I'm maxed out at Northwestern, but if I take on a bigger challenge, right, am I chasing? What am I chasing? Am I chasing money? Am I chasing the thrill of an opportunity, whether it's moving to a bigger college Both. or whether it's to the pros? What am I chasing? Because if, if, if I get wild economically to the pros and it doesn't go well for the first three years, I'm going to be on the streets. Then I'm going to have to look for a job okay. or go work at ESPN. And then hopefully a job is open that I really want to take in college football again. You got all of those sort of things that you got to deal with. Key, there have been a lot of rumors around Chicago. What about Chicago? What no, about the Bears? That, no, no, no. Doesn't I'm saying. Matt Nagy. I'm saying if he takes. Right there in his backyard. Doesn't have to move his family. Yeah, but Jay, the pros is different, as you know. Matt Nagy's been on the job three, four, five years, whatever the case has been. He's already looking to get a pink slip, right? I mean, think about it. Guys get fired in the pros because the owners got the money. They'll write the check and get rid of you. Because the one thing, as I always say, when they go to the owners' meetings down in West Palm Beach and Dana Point, California, and they're at the fancy hotels and they're walking through the lobby, they want to be able to see them shiny rings on their hands. And when they they can't, they can buy everything else in the world. Planes, G550s, $200 million yachts, they can do all of that. But they cannot buy a Super Bowl ring. And when they buddies are sipping that wine and joking with them about that Super Bowl victory and they can't join that conversation, doesn't feel good. That's why coaches get fired. But, Key, let me bring this up to you real quick. Last thing on Fitzgerald has done a great job. You'll have an opportunity to see him in the Big Ten championship game again this weekend when they take on Ohio State, who obviously is getting all the oxygen here when they play uh, on Saturday afternoon. Here, here's the thing. You're right. He is a college coach. I totally agree. More of a rah-rah motivational guy. Great coach, former player, playing at his alma mater. But I don't know if you agree with me. Yes, he's a college guy, but I don't think he would ever leave Northwestern for another college job because of how closely he's tied to the university. So if he does jump, even though he's a college guy, the next reasonable jump would be somewhere in the NFL. It also stands to reason he's turned down numerous overtures from colleges over the years. But I just think he just doesn't want to leave Northwestern for another collegiate job, even though that's a better fit the college game, coaching Saturdays versus Sundays. But I just sort of feel like if he were to go, it would be the pros because I don't think he could ever turn his back on his beloved Wildcats. No, you don't want to. You don't want to turn your back on your alma mater, considering that they're in the Big Ten. They economically could afford to pay you a certain number and maybe a little bit more. The pros certainly can be, uh, uh, you know, something that you reach for because of the money. But in the end, you, you, you leave that Northwestern job, a new coach comes in, he does basically the same things that you've done, win, take them to bowl games. Now you're on the outside. Now where can you go? Now you've gone somewhere else because the pros didn't work out when you can just sit tight at Northwestern unless you have this, 
desire to coach in the pros. I mean, Nick Saban tried it. He was like, man, I can't deal with these dudes. I, I can't. I got to get – and he coached in the pros before. Nick was like, no, nah, man, I got to get back into college where I can control a conference like the SEC. I can control a situation, a state. I can be the guy that everybody looks to. I can be the godfather because in the pros, these players are not listening to me. I can't get them to come on time. I can't get them to do the things that I need them to do because I'm not in control. They make more money than me. That's fair enough. All I'm saying, Matt Nagy making roughly six to seven million dollars a year. Yep, in college. Just saying. In college, just saying. And you're the king. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. We're also brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. On the way, for the young folks that think Kyrie's got one of the best handles, one of the best crossovers you've ever seen in today's NBA, (laughs) our next guest may have had a better one back in his day. Who are we talking about? We'll tell you about it after Jay has this. That's Shimmy Sham. Right there. You don't know about that, Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tara stands on top. Passing Pat Summit, win number 1,099. And the new career wins leader. That's Beth Mowens last night on ESPN2 describing the legendary Tara Vanderveer. <laughs> 1,099 career wins moving past the late grade Pat Summit for most in NCAA women's basketball history. Got it in a 104-61 win over Pacific. The Tigers last night, phenomenal on the farm. The only way to describe the legendary Tara Vanderveer. And to add to it, make it even more sweet, Stanford's the number one team. In the country, the number one team in the college football playoff rankings remains Alabama, Notre Dame two, Clemson three, Ohio State four. AM's on the outside looking in. They're looking for their first berth in the playoff final rankings. The four that will compete for the championship unveiled on ESPN Sunday afternoon at noon Eastern. And the Bucks have signed Giannis to the biggest total value dollar deal in the history of the NBA, which will turn 75 years old. On Tuesday, opening night, five years, $228 million, an option to get out after four. Back-to-back MVPs, Defensive Player of the Year, the leader of one of the NBA's best regular season teams the last few years, and it all pays off. We'll see if it pays off 
with a championship down the line. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Whether you're on the field or on the edge of your seat, Goodyear wants you to embrace the unexpected. Every upset touchdown or fourth quarter comeback and let it all move you here. No matter what the season throws your way, Goodyear, here's here to help drive you forward. Goodyear, more driven. He's been a pro since he's been 13 years old. Yep. But what he is is pretty damn special. And this is a God-oriented game, this NBA game. Luka Doncic is going to win the MVP. He's the next coming of LeBron. Luka Doncic has been more impressive in his second season than LeBron, LeBron James was. Looking at basically the European version of LeBron. That's incredibly high praise. You heard our man Jay Will saying he's the next coming of LeBron. You heard our guy Big Park say he's the European version of LeBron. And, Jay, I want to start. I mean, I I think you always have to tread carefully when you're comparing anyone in any way to LeBron James. But what makes him, Luka, so special? First off, Zubin, real quick. It's messed up, Key. Key sent me a picture. He's like, you're Sherman Hensley. I'm like, who's Sherman Hensley? Who, who is that? <laughs> That's why I was And then he laughing. sent me a picture of it. It's George Jefferson. It's George Jefferson, Zubin. That's who he was saying. I would. This is what I deal with via text from Key all day long, by the <laughs> you way. You know I play all Let the time. That's all I question. do. <laughs> all the time, man. So, so um, Jay, you're moving Zubin, on up the, to the, the east the, side, the, and Luke is moving on up the MVP chatter. Uh, is that what you're saying here? <laughs> exactly. That's how it works together, Zubin. I, I would say this. If you were to compare LeBron in his second year of his NBA career, I think Luka's numbers were better, right? And I'm not saying that Luka is uh, as athletically gifted as LeBron James is, but Luka's ability, his skill set is more refined at this level uh, than when LeBron James was in his second year of the league. LeBron James was doing incredible things, but Luka is just so much more polished, due to the fact that Luka has played basketball overseas, whereas in a European game, the skill set, that those aspects of the game are just taught to be way more refined. And I think you're seeing somebody at his age, still respectively so young in this game, understand how to play this game. LeBron was still learning how to play this game. Luka's been playing against grown men for a longer time due to the success that he's had playing over in Real Madrid and company. So that aspect of his game, he just, he makes the right play. He makes incredible passes. His vision is off the charts and you can't speed him up defensively. Like I have to get underneath you and try to make you play faster than what you're supposed to play. Luka always plays at his own speed and due to his big body in his frame, he gets to where he wants to go on the court at all times. He's very special. That he is. And right now he is the betting favorite. Jay thinks he's going to win the MVP, and so do the folks, the Sharps, in Vegas as well. Of course, he'll probably, hopefully, if you're a Dallas fan, be a Maverick for life. One of his teammates on the Mavericks is Tim Hardaway Jr., who after kind of bouncing around the league a little bit with the Knicks, couple stints there with Atlanta, has really found a home in Dallas. And it's a pleasure to have his dad, who was a baller himself, if you're old enough to remember. Yes, TH is Tim Hardaway Sr. We got the NBA 75th season starting Tuesday, and the league is dispatching some of the great players over that 75 years to talk about the league. And it's great to have Tim here the originator of the killer crossover, and he joins us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Let's get right to the nitty-gritty. I know they weren't tossing around this kind of money when you played, but uh, what's your reaction to the Giannis deal? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, they was not tossing around this type of money when, when we was playing. Uh, we were still making about 500000 you know, 300000 700000 at that particular time. But you know what? Uh, the way the game is result- revolved and everything and the way TV money is and the way, uh, you know, all the apparel and everything is being sold, I mean, hey, more power to them. I'm very happy for them, everybody who's making that type of money. And um, they work very hard. You know, Giannis, he worked very hard at his game to get it where it is at today. Two-time MVP and a defensive player of the year. And on um, the same year, man, you know, credit to him. Kudos to him. He works hard. He takes um, pride in his game. And he wants to win. He just wants to win. He wants to, he wants to win for his team. He wants to win for the, for the franchise. He wants to win for his, you know, for the city of Milwaukee. And, I, and I'm just happy for him. And God bless him and, and congratulate him. And um, keep up the good work, Giannis. Run TMC, what's happening, man? No, what's going on, Keith? Nothing much. Let me ask you this: after the success that you saw the Heat make and run in the finals, how important was it for them to sign Bam back? No, I mean Bam was. Uh, I think that Bam wasn't going to go anywhere, and he loved the situation that he's in right now and 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 last year. Um, I think that the Miami Heat setting and how he plays and how he wants to get better and, um, you know, his, his style of play, uh, how he can, um, you know, point forward, point center, uh, bring it up, initiate offense. Uh, and, you know, now he, I saw something different in his game that he has worked on. He showed a little bit of in the, in the first preseason game. Now he's starting to shoot the little 15-foot mid-range jump shot consistently. People want him to start moving to the three-point line. You know, you got to take baby steps before you can um, run and, and, and walk. So um, I think that he, he is taking his time and he is um, uh, getting his game, his offensive game, um, you know, better and basically getting his shot together, um, his 15-foot and, and his uh, mid-range consistent. And so he could start taking his guys off the dribble and make plays off the dribble. But I think that um, what, what, what Miami he brings to the table fits him well. Um, they knew what they got when they when they drafted him. They knew what type of ball play he is. And we, we had him. Um, we, we worked him out when I was with the Detroit, Detroit Pistons. And his motor, his motor is nonstop. It's nonstop. It's going, 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 going. You got to actually tell him, yo, it's time for you to get off the court. It's time for you to go home. It's time for you to go get some rest. Because if you don't, he'll stay out there and just keep working. What can I do to get better? How can I get better this way? How can I, you know, move my feet or how do I defend this? You know, his mold and his sponge is just, um, he just wants to learn all of the time. And, and you, you got to, and, and, and with Jimmy Butler and the rest of those guys out there, playing the way they play, the bubble just fitted them very well. Tim, let me ask you this. You know, we used to hoop down in Miami all the time, and I used to see how your your skill set was so refined. When you when you think about one of the most skillful players in the league, what kind of season do you think Kevin Durant's going to have coming off that injury? Oh, man. Uh, I think, you know, the pandemic helped him. Uh, you know, COVID-19 helped him. Hmm. Uh, you know, it's been a year and a half. Almost, you know, it's been a long time, and I think he is 100% healthy. First of all, I'm, I'm happy to see him out there on the court. He's looking, he's looking really, really good. 
um, this team is going to be very, very, very dangerous. And um, with him being 100%, um, I don't think, like he said, I don't think he's right there at 100% just yet. But when he gets to 100% and, and, and get his confidence level up, uh, uh, you know, and have his, his – um, and not really thinking about his injury anymore. Because, you know, when you come out and you, you play, you know, you had an in, injury too, Jay. I had injury too. You had injury. When you mm-hmm. come back, you, you, you always you always like, okay, can I push off the same weight or should I push off the same You've always got doubts in your mind. But when it, when, it, when, it, when it happens and you get bumped and you get pushed and you're like, oh, okay, I'm all right now. Then you go to that. You go back to your your level that you was at, where I'm very confident. I'm um, nobody can stop me no more. I'm I'm at my optima, and let's go. And that's where he's going to be. I I, I give it about ten ten games. You know, he's still gonna be getting the rust off. Uh, you know, he he still he still got a little bit to go. But you know, give it about ten or fifteen games where he where he get confident about himself. Man, you're gonna see the same type of Durant that we saw in his MVP season, and um, him taking the Golden State Warriors to that next level. And um, you know, I'm happy to see. And him and uh, Kyrie Irving, I mean, they they first. I know it's a preseason game, but man, they look very, very unstoppable. Tim Hardaway, senior, five-time NBA All-Star, five-time All NBA team. Zubin joining us here <clears throat> on the Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin show this morning. Let me ask you this, Tim, being one of the best players to ever be a two-way guard in the NBA before that word was even as big as it is now, there's a guy roaming around Dallas and Luka who's the betting favor for MVP this year. Um, it's his to lose. How would you guard him if he was playing with against you? <laughs> like Jay, I was listening to you all before I came on. Uh, like Jay said, um, nothing fazed this guy. Um, he's been playing basketball <laughs> in, in, against grown men since he was 12, 13 years old at a high level now. We're not talking about, like, you know, in the rec league or at uh, in, in, a, in a park or anything like that. He's been playing at a high level since he was 12, 13, 14 years old. So nothing doesn't really phase this guy. He comes out here and plays at his own beat. He plays at his own style. Um, when you try to, if you try to get into him, he knows how to move his body the way he needs to to get to the rim, to get to where he needs to get to, and to make a play for his team. Um, um, he, you know, I think that, I think that if he start posting up a little bit more, it will it will help him with um, understanding how to just like LeBron. If LeBron posts up. It'll make his team a lot better because they'll be able to move and he have a live dribble um, to take his man off the dribble, one or two dribbles right to the rim, and he wouldn't have to exert so much energy by coming off the pick, re-pick, and step back and all that. But that come longer um, in his career, you know. And um, But right now, man, I mean, he he, he is unstoppable. You, you, you try to devise ways to stop him. I guess to really to devise a way to stop him, it's a double team, but if you double team them, they got so many shooters on their team. Tim Hardaway Jr. Now they got Richardson. Uh, you know when Porzingis come back, uh, you know uh, uh, the other guys off the bench. You know it's it, gonna be hard to stop. You know, so if you double team them, 
you know, you like, all right, let me let me see what they're going to do. If they're going to make shots, if they're not going to make shots. And then if you don't double team, you just got to have a guy that that is um, just going to try to play him straight up, and that's going to be hard to do because, like like Jay said, his skill set is like no other right now. And he's feel, he, he knows it, and he's out there playing very, very confident. Mm. Yeah, great point about Porzingis, too. His wingman probably won't start the season with Dallas when they tip off on day one. He's still nursing his way back. We should mention your number is retired by the Heat. The Heat opened the season against the Orlando Magic on the road. And then Christmas Day, quintuple header on ABC ESPN begins with the Pelican Zion and company visiting Miami. Zion looks up in the rafters. They'll see old Tim Hardaway, number 10, up there in South Beach. Thank you very much, Tim. Enjoy the season next week. All right, Tim. Oh, yeah, Thanks no question. You. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, y'all doing a good job, man. Keep up the good work. I like listening to you all. Thank you. Thank you. That's Tim Hardaway, the five-time Thanks, All-Star Tim. on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. A reminder, Bye, beginning Tuesday, January 5th, Mike Greenberg begins his show, Greeny, immediately following Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin here on ESPN Radio. Greeny's going to take you inside the stories of the day, as only Mike can. He'll have the newsmakers you would expect from him and interact with you every single weekday from Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin right into Greeny. Weekday mornings on ESPN Radio. On the way, this should be a crowning achievement for many top high school quarterbacks across the country. This is a huge day for them, but it all might be short-lived. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. At one thing is on the college superstars of the future, the very near future. But just a reminder, Keyshawn J. Will Zubin is presented by Progressive Insurance. We are also brought to you by Merrill. With Merrill Guided Investing, you have the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Get started at MerrillEdge.com slash investing goals. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both the registered broker, dealer, and investment advisor, member SIPC. Today is early signing day. What does that mean? Well, back in the day when Key and Jay were studs, and we'll get their signing day stories here in a second, at least in football, of course, you had to wait until February, and then you bust out the fax machine, which was the thing back in the day, not so much today, and you tell everybody where you're going to school. And even in the old days, I'm old enough to remember if you lost your starting job, you didn't pout, cry, and transfer. You just put your head down and tried to win the job. That's kind of not the way it rolls today, especially at the quarterback position. But today is early signing day where all the studs can do whatever they want and announce their college choice. 
But just because that stud shows up on your campus or virtually shows up on your campus today via Zoom certainly doesn't mean he's going to end up there. When the kid rolls up to campus, people think this is going to be the guy that puts us over the top. But oftentimes, it's the guy that bolts. Here's a couple things for you. Again, signing day coverage today, especially all over the SEC network for those fans down there that treat this like a holiday. So keep tuned down there. SEC network updates all day long. All right, so fellas, here we go. From 2015 to 2018, I'm going to give you the number one quarterbacks in our ESPN 300 rankings. We rank the 300 best players regardless of position every year, led by our great Tom Lugan Bill. All right, so here we go. In 2018, number one quarterback, Justin Fields, started at Georgia, transferred to Ohio State. Number one quarterback, 2017. This name might not be very familiar to you. Hunter Johnson, started at Clemson, transferred to Northwestern. Number one quarterback in 2016, Jacob Eason, started at Georgia ended at Washington. Number one quarterback in 2015, Kyler Murray, started at Texas A&M, ended up winning the Heisman Trophy at Oklahoma. Speaking of the Heisman, each of the last three winners, Baker Mayfield, Texas Tech to OU. We just mentioned Kyler, Joe Burrow, from Ohio State to LSU. If you want to go even further back, guys like Shea Patterson, Ole Miss to Michigan. Guys like Tua's brother, Alabama to Maryland. The list goes on and on and on. Just a reminder that even if we're able to snag that kid that almost everybody in America wanted, oftentimes for that kid, it doesn't work out. You've got your pick of schools. Mm. Just remember, do your best, even though I know you're a kid, do your best to pick the right school and it's obviously going to be a joyous day for a lot of kids i don't want to be a buzzkill or take anything away from these kids but just just the harsh reality of knowing that you might be a superstar today might be a superstar tomorrow for someone else you guys didn't have to deal with the early signing period basketball recruiting is a little bit different jay of course uh than college football fellas take us through your signing day memories i'm sure with the way you guys both performed in high school you had offers all over the place Key, Jay, take us through it. Key, let's start with you on your trek from Dorsey High School to USC. Well, you know, I was heavily recruited out of Dorsey High School. Then I had to go to junior college for a semester and a half, and so, or two semesters, better yet. And so at that point, I was still being recruited by everybody all over the country. Um, and, I, and I knew I was going to USC. You know, Coach Robinson, John Robinson was there, and it is right across the street from my house. Dennis Thurman was my primary recruiter who was the – old Dallas Cowboys secondary uh, defensive back who played at USC as an All-American. And one of the things he said to me is, you can go eat all those other people's food, you know where you're going to school at. So enjoy your trips at those other places. In the end, the fax machine will be ready, live, and ready to go. Um, So it was a a little bit different. Um, I knew, and one thing I said to them is, you know, I'll get there early. So I got there in the spring. I went through spring ball, and one of our deals was is that I – can show a little flash doing spring practice and they would have to shut me down. If I did that, they would shut me down for the entire spring and nobody else was offering that up. So I was staying home and going to USC and it was fun. You know, it was it was a joy and I went through it with my son as well several years ago in the same situation, which was a big plus too. 
I know for me, Zubin, I wanted to go to Georgetown. I wanted to go to North Carolina. John Thompson had retired, so Georgetown was out. North Carolina, Roy Williams, uh, excuse me, not Roy, Roy Williams, Bill Guthrie was taking over for Dean Smith at that time, different situation. Ended up going to Duke, but the one thing I will say for all these kids, it's not like recruiting morally right anymore. It's free agency. That's what it is. Woo, get that bag, get that bag. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.